Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it is Howard Getzen. Howard, you are the president and CEO of Capital Logics. You're found on the web at capitallogics.com. And that's, you heard me go at the end, that's an X. <laughs> so it's capitallogics with an X.com. Howard, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Hi, how are you? It's nice to be here today. Awesome. All right. Give us an overview of what Capital Logics does. Well, um, a kind of a unique technology platform. It's an artificial intelligence or data science company. Uh, but we really are known because we run a hedge fund that's 100% autonomous AI that's deciding what to trade, how to trade, and it does it with no human interaction. Uh, but, but really what's happening is the engine in the background that makes that possible, we're starting to use for other products and other industries. And it's kind of a joint venture platform. Wow. Okay. Well, um, let, let's get to that in just a second because I, I, I'm so excited. But I have to ask you, it's it's almost like, you know, uh, was it Kasparov that played Deep Blue? It's like, eventually, how on earth can a human compete with AI in something like trading? How on earth could we possibly conceivably I mean, at some point, and I don't know if we're at that point, sounds like we may be at that point where AI is already on the whole outperforming humans, but that's an inevitability at this point. How does that change markets? I mean, I'm well, I, okay. actually, I, I just Let's, wrote a book. Give, give us your TED talk right now <laughs> on this. I just wrote a book called Next on Wall Street, and it's about how AI is changing markets and trading. Um, but but I, I'm actually writing a different book on how thoughts become things. And it's mm. it's really about exponential thinking and exponential results. The truth is AI is now good enough to do anything, um, but it's not good enough to do everything. What I mean by that is as you create an AI capability, even the most advanced version of something like that would be profoundly autistic if it were a human. Right. It's not empathetic. It doesn't understand what's happening around it. It's good at what it's good at. So if you said, is AI good enough to beat the best chess player? Well, yeah, it's been good enough for a long time. But chess only has a certain number of moves. It's a mm. very defined game. There's a board with a certain number of pieces, a certain number of squares. Each piece can only move. And even if you simply use brute force, of course, you are going to get it's an inevitability that you can yep. solve all of that. But what's happening now is the technology is getting good enough to solve things that are way fuzzier than that. And for example, an AI can read your electrocardiogram or mammogram 
way better than a human because it's not distracted and it can learn based on trillions of examples, meaning way more than the lifetime experience of a human. And it, you know, I remember coming up with a marketing phrase that says, uh, uh, I can do 10 years worth of research in the time it took you to read this sentence. (laughs) But it's not me. It's, you know, hundreds or thousands of servers in an elegant use of brute force. But remember, it's good enough to do anything specifically, but you have to tell it what you want. And you also have to tell it like, how do you know that it's good? So in life, you don't realize you're playing a game, but you decide how you keep score, what you focus on, what you make it mean. You can tell, oh, uh, I did this more efficiently, more effectively, or with more certainty, meaning I did it with less time, less effort, or a greater chance of winning. But what's this? How? Do, what's the evidence of success? Or what's the thing you're trying to avoid? AI is going to be great at doing stuff like that. But yeah. for the next period of time, it's going to be thousands of little machines that do something small. And then they link together almost like a cartoon looks like it's animated, but it's really individual cells. Each frame is not really animated. And over, if you look at them fast enough, it seems animated to the human. Or one of those Rube Goldberg machines where you hit the domino and it knocks down this and then it has the ball roll down the hill and then it triggers the mousetrap, which uh, a lot of automation is like that. Yeah. But as I think about it in terms of the human condition, back when humans farmed, we think that, wow, humans acted like machines and now machines are starting to act like humans. But really humans acted like humans because they had to. And then a machine did the thing that was the biggest constraint or the hardest thing. And what's happening is as machines get better and better at raising the bar, we still have a biggest constraint. It's just not that anymore. So why would you plant or reap or sow if a machine can do it the same way that, uh, who thinks about remembering how to get somewhere when your phone can tell you where to go, right? So it's come to Main Street because it's in your maps. It's come to your home. I've got one of these little robot vacuum cleaners that understands which rooms get most dirty. And it's got a little camera and it actually knows to spend more time where there's dirt. It's, It's incredibly annoying because I notice when it doesn't work. But it's also amazing if you notice how much dirt is in the bag um, and you go, how is my house really that dirty? Well, AI is like that, where it's incredibly frustrating because no matter what you build, you want it to do more. You want it to do it faster. You want you want to say, ooh, but could I do it here or there? Or what about this and that? And so you're always pushing the limits of frustration. But but it really comes down to three basic areas. One is amplifying intelligence. That that means helping people make better decisions, take smarter actions, and continually improving the level of what's possible or performance. The second area is you want to build autonomous platforms 
that do a lot of the stuff that the humans were wasting time on, not so the humans can be fat, dumb, and lazy, but so the humans can focus on something better. Uh, you want to focus on the things that really matter or create the most impact. So the real key to automation is you want to you want to free the human from doing something so that they can do something that creates a bigger future. And the cost of automation isn't necessarily how many dollars it costs to do what you used to do. Mm-hmm. It's actually about creating the bigger, bigger pile of opportunity and money and getting there faster. And then the third component is that whatever you build is based on the past and the world continues yeah. to change. So yeah. you've got to figure out. How do you continue to learn and grow? How do you, in a sense, compound your insights so that the system continues to get better? And those three things kind of work together and it helps you predict what's going to become automated. And you're not really predicting technology. You're predicting human nature. Where are the constraints going to be and what are people going to spend time, money and focus on because they want to avoid the bother or the annoyance? Yeah. We need to get you on a TED stage. <laughs> that was like the perfect TED presentation right there. Uh, I, I felt like you were going to say, and thank you. <laughs> to kind of close up. Um, so talk about how we're using this now, because uh, you were talking about, obviously, you're doing it right now for the hedge fund. Uh, but but there are more applications that that sound pretty exciting. Sure. But if you think about almost any complex decision, one of the things you want to do is eliminate fear, greed, and discretionary mistakes. Yep. yep. You know, I, I wear very Apple, human traits, very I human wear traits. An Apple watch. Yeah. And I have found that when my heart rate is above 90, um, I don't want to fight with my wife because, because in a sense, when I'm above 90, I'm way more likely to respond aggressively. It, That's it right. triggers the fight or flight. So many things in business, you're forced to make a decision at the exact wrong time because you feel overwhelmed or cornered. And AI, in a sense, or automation and innovation allow you to make best practice standard practice. And it means you're not allowing your heart rate or or the fact that you didn't get enough sleep or that you're having a disagreement or discomfort in another area of your life to impact that. But it also means that you're not going to be distracted. I can't be making a decision in business if I'm on this podcast with you or at lunch or on a phone call. How do you create sensor networks that work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, not only to avoid bad decisions, but to recognize opportunities or or areas where something better is possible? And, And so that's actually an incredibly useful point of AI, not just to eliminate problems, but to recognize opportunity. Yeah. Um, and so how do you work now? So, so speaking very specifically about capital logic, what is the, how are you engaging? Like, what are you doing? Obviously running the hedge fund, but do you work with other partners, business, you know, folks listening to this audience? Is there, are there ways that they can engage with you? And if so, like what, how might that look? 
Yeah. So go to our website, uh, C-A-P-I-T-A-L-O-G-I-X. There's only one L in the middle. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's ways to contact us there. Uh, uh, we have a, a newsletter um, and I'll, I'll give you information about how to have people sign up for that later. But really, the, the goal is for us to find ways to take the capability that we use to make better decisions, take smarter actions and raise the bar in performance. And I look at the hedge fund as a joint venture. I own it, <laughs> but uh, really low hanging fruit for us was, hey, why don't I work with financial partners to create other financial products for them? Uh, and it could be a hedge fund, an ETF, uh, a mutual fund, because that's the low-hanging fruit. We already had it. But very quickly, we realized that uh, we were able to help a longevity doctor create a, a real-time expectancy score that says, based on your biometric data, your blood tests, and all this other stuff, Sure, um, we can see that... Uh, you have to do this or you have to do that. We're working with a uh, pet product company to create the equivalent of a fitness tracker for dogs that, that can help people recognize that their dog isn't sleeping well or it's gaining too much weight or its activity levels are lower. Uh, and it's a, an interesting use of the, the technology, but in a sense, it helps it helps um, a pet owner love their pet better because it's, in a sense, communicating the dog's behavior is actually telling the owner something that the owner might not have figured out. By the way, I, I told you about the newsletter. Um, I'm actually happy to send the newsletter, but also a, uh, a PDF that includes some of these AI models and frameworks for thinking to any of your listeners, just text AI. So the letters A and I as an in artificial intelligence or amplified intelligence to 972-992-1100. Again, text AI to 972-992-1100. And, and I'll send that to them uh, but I think it'll be really useful. Excellent. But, All right. So the concept is, is every oh, business is going to have to figure out how to keep up with technology. And there's a technology adoption curve that basically, uh, I want to go back. There, there's three things as an entrepreneur that I have found that have made the biggest difference in the entrepreneurs that I see make the most money and be the happiest. And they're all related to this a little bit. Uh, the first is the best entrepreneurs have written goals. And I know that sounds silly, um, but I think as, as, I, as I consider what this really means, it means they know what they're looking for. So many people are trying to avoid something, but people who write down a goal are actually looking for opportunities to achieve it. And with AI, part of what you have to understand is what you want 
and what would the evidence of success be? So it, it's actually very supportive of the best entrepreneurs in the sense that it's helping you achieve the goal that you thought you wanted. And it's a way to measure progress towards that goal. The second thing is, and it's interesting, but I, I call it the marshmallow test. And it's, <laughs> can you suspend your need for instant gratification? So a, a lot of times you want to automate because you want instant gratification, but it's way harder to think about what you really need to automate or how to make it work correctly um, because you have to build, scale, and refine that process. As soon as you get something working and you think it's great, the next thing you want is to make it bigger, faster. Can it do it here or there? And so it breaks. And so you have to, oh, well, I needed better data or, oh, I can't do that only once a week. I have to do that nightly or nightly is not enough. We have to do it every hour. How could we do it real time? And it's a constant, never ending process of breaking and fixing things because there's always a constraint. So you have to begin with the end in mind and know what you want. You have to be able to suspend your need for instant gratification. So you spend time allowing yourself to focus on that bigger opportunity. But the third thing is the best entrepreneurs I know are using technology and innovation oh, yeah. to solve the biggest constraint. And so you have to recognize where is the biggest pain point and you don't want to automate the thing that's easiest to automate. You want to automate the thing that eliminates the constraint towards the bigger future. And then uh, as I think about which ones make the most sense, I think about simplification versus multiplication. On one hand, automation simplifies things. But what I'm looking for is if I have a choice between creating this capability or that capability, I don't want to do the one where if I create the capability and give it to somebody, they say, thank you. I want to create the one where when I give it to them, they say, oh my God, that's so cool. Could I, could I do it here? What about there? It, does it have an underwater vibrating attachment? I'm, you mm -hmm. want the one that unlocks the energy for more. Um, and so each time you figure out a list of things that might be ripe for automation, you're actually looking for the hidden energy, like a compressed spring that says, if I do this, it creates more possibility. So I want something simple and valuable enough to multiply. And as you begin with the end in mind, which is the first part of what makes a good entrepreneur, and you're patient enough to figure out, but what thing should I build? You're actually creating increasing momentum towards what you want. And so again, it's amplifying intelligence to make better decisions, take smarter actions and improve performance. It's creating an autonomous platform that creates the cash flow confidence that says, oh, I can do what I used to do. If it doesn't help you do what you already did, you say, right. so what, who cares? But then it's about what could I do or should I do? And then it has to be good enough that people you don't know can still achieve the result. So that platform has to be good enough and error correcting enough that it produces those results when you're not paying attention. And then the really cool thing is it becomes a platform where people you don't know start to use the capability for things that you never anticipated. 
absolutely and that's the ultimate multiplication opportunity. Yeah. Howard Getson, again, you're the president and CEO of Capital Logics. The website again is Capital Logics, all one word. Uh, Logics ends with an X. Uh, and uh, again, on there, you click on learn more, uh, certainly grab uh, Howard, the, the the newsletter, just really quick, because yeah, we've so got to wrap up. Text AI to 972-992-1100, and I'll send you the framework that explains uh, the model we just talked about, about amplifying intelligence, creating autonomous platforms, and uh, a sustainable edge. I love it. Thank you so much, Howard Getson. All right. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.